Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me. We're the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Here's how it works. You get in bed, or you get ready for bed, <laughs> then you get in bed. You know, turn out your lights, pull up your covers, and then just put your worries aside or whatever racing thoughts you have and listen to my voice. And I'm going to carry you off into dreamland. If this is your first time here, let me tell you why it's going to work for you. First off, I have a special skill. It's telling stories that on the surface seem interesting, but as they go on, they get more and more boring to incredible levels of boredom, where you'll just stop paying attention, you'll be distracted from what normally keeps you up at night, and you'll fall asleep. The second reason it's going to work for you is because I want it to. I've been there. Uh, I've had plenty of troubles with insomnia and from being a little kid to an adult. And me and my brother, at some point, when we shared a room, we used to not be able to sleep. We'd share stories. We'd take turns telling each other boring stories to see who would get the other person to fall asleep. And in that sense, the winner would lose because the winner would have gotten the other person to sleep and they'd be stuck trying to fall asleep. But what can I say? At some point, I honed the skill and I'm here in all honesty, to offer it to people that have suffered like me from insomnia or sleepless nights or excessive thinking, whatever keeps you awake. If you have something to say, you want to give us some feedback, your thoughts, something you like or something you don't like, it's feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. If you also, if you use Twitter and you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, if you want to tweet me, <laughs> I'm feeling silly, I don't know why, uh... If you want to tweet me, it's at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. Come and say hi. You can find us on Facebook, Sleep With Me Podcast, I think, on Facebook. If you become a fan or like us or whatever you do on Facebook, that's where I put the bloopers from this show and other shows. So if you want a little bit of behind the scenes and listen to me screwing up, well, by all means, check us out on Facebook. Uh, one note is that the season Walking Dead's coming up, and I don't know how many of you are hardcore listeners that have listened to every single episode but when we first started out this podcast we had a one of the segments or shows i had an idea for was the walking dud which is the boring parts of the walking dead episode from the week before that i used to analyze or whatever i don't, I don't know if you listened you know what i'm talking about if you haven't you don't if you want to check it out go ahead but please if you've listened and you like it please let me know, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com or on Twitter. And I've never gotten an email in my feedback address, so I'm not even sure if it works. I think I've sent some test emails. But if you're a diehard, boring Walking Dead fan, or you want more boring Walking Dead content, let me know because the season's coming up, and I have a full-time job, so I'm trying to get these three shows I do every week out. But if I have, if I get any response at all, I will try to figure out a way to continue on with The Walking Dead. But if there's no one interested in it, I, I do enjoy it, but I want to give the three tales we're working on right now the uh, most attention I can. I want to give you guys quality, boring stuff. <laughs> I want my boring stuff to be. It, uh, I know this sounds crazy, and I'm a crazy person. That's why I'm doing this podcast. So at least I'm smiling. I hope you are um, smiling. And I'm supposed to be trying to get you sleeping again. I'm trying to get these brisk uh, opening segments going and terribly failing. Uh, but whatever, I don't care.
I mean, I do, if you care. That will be another reason to send me an email at feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com to see if it works. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope I can help you fall asleep tonight. Hey, it's me, Pitt, and I'm back with another update from the Florida Project. As you might remember last week, we picked up our new friend, Burke, who tried to, after we had some trouble on the road with compromise between Steph and Corinne, we picked up Burke, who also had trouble compromising and not stealing our BW, but we took her off the road, and now she's a member of our crew, and we've been We've been traveling for a few days pretty happily, and we finally, Burke finally gained the trust to drive because we didn't have enough money to stay anywhere, and she said she would drive at night when everyone else wanted to sleep. So from what I can ascertain is one night, I was like the first night Burke was driving, first time she was driving, and she started driving about two in the morning. We were all pretty tuckered out. We all went to sleep, and uh, you know, Burke got on the road. She took a couple wrong turns, I guess, and she actually, to her credit, looked at a map somewhere, and she thought she she had a good shortcut uh, arranged for us, so she kept driving, and, and to be honest, we were all really tired. We slept for like four, five, six hours, and Burke was making good time. I don't know how fast she was going, but at, you know, at some point, uh, at some point, Corinne wakes up, and Corinne's kind of like, hey, Burke. Man, I'm out cold. Like, what time is it? Burke's like, oh, I'm, I'm not really sure what time it is because... Uh, Burke's like, hey, I'm not sure what time it is because... um, Like, dude, it's... I don't know where we are. We're near Texas, I think. And, like, there's daylight savings time in some places and mountain time, central time, western time. So I don't know. It could be, like two in the morning or it could be six in the morning somewhere in there but it's dark out and Corinne's like oh yeah well, what, you were somewhere in Texas do you know when was the last place you were when was the last landmark you remember Burke and Burke, yeah I don't know we've kind of been in the middle of nowhere we're on a country roadway well why why'd you why'd you get off the interstate Burke well you know it's like uh country west virginia my mama take me home my country road like it's less traffic see we're making great time so relax what well, i just look you know burke i'd appreciate if, if if i knew where we were going everybody's sleeping if we knew where we were let me just fire up my phone burke you obviously Oh, here comes a sign. Hmm. Ma. Ma. I can't read it. Oh, it's gone now. Well, do you remember what the sign said? No. It was le- I'm thinking maybe I should let one of you guys drive. I, the letters are mixed up. Oh, my phone is not. My phone is not getting service. Wait, there's another. That's. Oh my God. That sign is in Spa- Burke. You didn't drive us into Mexico, did you? Yeah, I did drive us in Mexico. I'm glad you asked, Corinne. Because, like, first I didn't do it on purpose. Wait, we're, we are in Mexico. Mexico. We're in Mexico. Everybody wake up. Uh, oh, my Lord. You're, gonna, you're trying, Are you trying to kill us, boy? 
No, like I figure, I, I took a wrong turn. We ended up in Mexico. Checked the maps, and there's not really like a couldn't find a main highway that went across Mexico, the part we're at. But I figured we could get there. To we could find our way across, and we'll just take a ferry to Florida. And if there's, you know, a ferry to Florida, there's no ferries from Mexico to Florida. That's just not. You, oh my. We are going to be chopped into little pieces. Wake up, everybody. So Corinne starts waking everybody up. And then next person awake, of course, Steph. I'm still out cold, I guess. And Steph, like, what? Totally, what is the yelling? I'm in the middle of sleep here. And I was having a dream about Bradley Cooper. And you guys just woke me up. We're marrying each other. Oh, totally sucks. Oh, Berkey, you're still driving? What time is it? Um, I was just telling Corinne that I... Um, Steph, check yourself, because we are in Mexico, where the drug kidnappings and stuff... Mexico? Oh, my God, we're going to be raped! So, they wake me up, and uh, everybody's flipping out and yelling, and Bark's yelling, you know, you just, you just start, fall right in the... They're fighting about stereotypes, they're fighting about drug lords and ransoms and i'm like okay everybody calm down i'm just waking up okay where are we exactly well we don't know because burke doesn't know where she is okay and this is corinne here and um yeah my phone's not getting service because i don't have a phone for mexico it's for america burke my God, totally stuff here. Like, we're going to chop up into bits after and then rape our bits after they chop us up and ransom it to my mom. Oh, my mom getting my bits in the mail. Okay, we're not going to be chopped into bits, girls. This pit, you know, you're hurting Burke's feelings, clearly. Okay, everyone just take a breath. We're in Mexico. What was the idea again, Burke? Well, like I said, originally, she wants to take a ferry to Florida from Mexico. But but I mean it's I'm Burke Burke here. Um yeah, it's like um Mexico's a peninsula and Florida's a peninsula and there's a body of water between them. Why wouldn't there be a ferry? Wow, Burke, you know what? You're kinda right. Um there might be. I mean I took a, a ferry from Lake Cham- across Lake Champlain. I think I was in Canada at some point. I don't know how long the Gulf of Mexico, how wide that thing is, but Oh, uh, oh dear. There's a, looks like we're being pulled over. So, Burke, go ahead and pull over. There's a cop behind us. <laughs> Corinne here. We're, we're doomed. You know that, Pitt, because it's a, all police down here are corrupt. They work for the drug lords, and they are going to help them chop us into pieces and ransom. They're, pro- they're just as bad. They're corrupt. So, if we pay them a bribe of our bodies, maybe you'll survive, but great. And plus, I, have, I can't be pulled over by police. The stuff here. I just don't. I can't be around police. So I've, I've done. Yeah. Burke, Burke's like, hey man, no, no cop, no. Okay, you guys just calm down. Like, I'm sure the police here will be willing to help us. So no, no freakouts. Okay, pull over, and I'll get out. I'm gonna get out. Okay, I'm getting out of the car. I'm gonna handle it. So I guess from their perspective, I got out of the car, and they were thinking I was gonna get shot. I got out of the car, and there was this nice, uh, I forget what county we were in, but it was like, you know, Put County. I don't know. They don't call them counties there. 
or provinces, but whatever. Um, DOF, or does that stand for city? But territory, maybe. But it's not important. This guy, he was totally cool. He uh, we he didn't speak a lot of English, and I don't speak a lot of Spanish. So, but he was laughing and saying three girls, and I was saying he was like boom boom, and I said no boom boom, but you know uh, you know you know lost and looking for a ferry, and then he was laughing about the oh the ferry like the the beach, and I said kind of like the Gulf the Gulf. He's like, oh the Gulf the Gulf the ferry the Gulf with boom boom girls, and they said something about airport canadian airport and he just said follow me he's laughing he's a real nice guy of course back in my mind i'm like yeah he could work for the drug lords and kill us he tells me just to follow him and we drive drive out on these dirt roads yeah so we we head out i follow he says to follow him he's really so he's gonna help us find the ferry and everything so we follow him and we go along these roads and they're bumpy and burnt and i see Start smelling sea sea breeze, and then he brings us through the gates of this compound, and it's kind of like Breaking Bad a little bit, you know. The get compound opens, and there's some guys with guns. So the girls are flipping out again. They're like, "This is it, the, the drug drug lords, the house of the drug lords. We're doomed. Oh no, we're gonna be doomed." You know, the whole whole nine yards. We go into the compound, and the gates shut behind us. And the cop, the cop drives away. The girls are flipping out, and then this guy comes walking towards us. He's flanked by a couple of guards. I'm not gonna lie. And they're saying, "Brace your chabos." So I get out and I go up to him. And as I get closer, I notice he's like, he's not as tall as me. I'm like, under. I'm this pit, you know. I'm pit, but I'm only five uh, ten and a half, and this guy's probably five ten. So immediately I felt pretty good at that about things, and I was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" And then I kind of noticed he was kind of a little bit scrawny, nerdy, geeky, I guess. He had a, uh, a Job of the Hut T-shirt, cargo pants, uh, Converse high tops, and I was like, "Hey," what? he goes, "Hey, so uh, I heard you guys uh, were looking for the ferry," and he kind of laughs. Officer friendly there. He wanted he, he wanted to help you guys out. He brought you here. Because I'm Gabriel. What's your name? I'm like uh, Pitt. Pitt, that's a unique name. Well, I made it up. It's a nickname I call myself, but that's why I go by now. I go by Pitt. I'm trying to reinvent myself. And he's like, wow, I'm Gabriel. I guess I'll be your archangel. Because he's like, I just, I've been reinventing myself over the past, like, four or five years, man. Welcome. And I heard you have a, looks like you got a carload full of babes there. You're a lucky man, Pitt. Uh, are those all your girlfriends or... Just traveling with three women. Like, oh no, we're just friends and we're associates, like business partners. But well, not partners, because I'm like the boss, and they're we work together. Oh great. Well, well, I want you to welcome here, Pitt, and uh, you know you can let them out. There's nothing to worry about, and I'm gonna be your host for a little while. I gotta be honest. Uh, where were you guys headed? Because I heard about this ferry thing, I was a bit confused. Well, we're going to go, we're headed to Florida, Pit, uh, Gabriel, we're headed to Florida. Okay, that's, yeah, there's no ferries that I know of to Florida from here. We're on the, we're on the Gulf of California, and there's a couple ferries that go to the Baja Peninsula from here. Not, not locally, but, so, I can't help you with that, but maybe I could just help you, you know, 
I have a mechanic here. He can look at your vehicle. We'll get you in ship shape. Why don't you guys take the night? You've been driving. Why don't you kick back? I got a beautiful beachfront property. When the time morning comes, you guys can swim and get freshened up, and he'll be my guests. So he shows us to our rooms, and the girls just still don't trust this guy, Gabriel, even though he's got the name of an angel. Believe it or not, they don't buy it. And he's really, really well hosted. We get up, we have this great breakfast, and it was, I slept great. And you know, I'm not, not, I'm naive, believe me, but I'm not stupid to know that there's probably not some catch here. That there's not probably some. I'm not so naive to think there isn't a catch or that Gabriel probably wants something. But the next day, he kind of asked me, "So what? What business are you guys in?" Because those girls. You know, they just hung out on the beach. I was like, oh, you know, Gabriel, I'd rather, you know. He goes, well, let me tell you about what I do here. You know, this is my house here. He goes, let me take you up to the top floor. And we go up to the top floor. And you can see past his house, there's a couple more houses. And then not too far away, like a beachside village. And then beyond that, you can see a whole developed beach area with resorts. Not huge, but, you know, a few resorts, like a, a nice vacation town. He says, yeah, um, he points over inland, and there's an airport. Not a huge airport, but big enough. I, uh, within Over the night, I heard some jets land, so I'm thinking again, maybe this is where the shoe drops. He's some kind of drug lord. And he goes, yeah, he starts telling me the history. He goes, you know, the uh, government, Mexican government's been investing in a lot in the infrastructure, vacation infrastructure. And he's like, you know, this is just a small, out-of-the-way, beachside area. And he's like, they do want to have a ferry across the Gulf of California, or whatever they call it. I don't know. He, he said something. I think it was Gulf of California, whatever. Baja, Baja Bay, whatever. So he tells me that the government's been investing, even though there's not, you know, this isn't like a well-known vacation area. He goes, you know, they have direct flights from Canada. And in Canada, it's this really popular vacation destination. And in the winter, a lot of Canadians come down because they have direct flights from the major Canadian cities right to this this town. Straight Toronto, straight there. And there's some deal with the Mexican Tourism Board and the Canadian Tourism Board, like kind of underwrite these flights. But they've got year and year, Gabriel said they've been getting busier and busier. He goes, you know, it's strange because there's no American flights. He's like, you know, there's one or two flights, small flights from Texas, but mostly, you know, for family in the area coming or going, not for tourists. So, like, this is a big, become a big or small, you know, decent-sized Canadian vacation destination. And there's, like, uh, six or seven all-inclusive resorts, you know, with food and drinks and water all that stuff. And he, he's like, I moved here because, you know, I thought about Canada. And it's cold up there. And I've met, you know, I've visited there a couple of times. I don't do it. I'm not, Gabriel's a Mexican guy. He was cool. I'm not doing, I don't have a Gabriel accent or his voice. But he was real genuine. He said, you know, I thought about these guys coming from Canada with their families or by themselves. And he's like, you know, there's not a lot of local women here. He's like, this is a real small area. He's like, I thought for the guys that might not be bringing their dates, maybe I'd open a little brothel. And uh, then as I started thinking about it and I talked to, I started advertising in Canada and some of the men's magazines saying, 
you know, advertising my business kind of on the down low, but, you know, that we'd meet your needs, your men's needs. He's like, and this became kind of part of a, bat, you know, Canadian bachelor parties or Canadian male vacations. And he's like, I've developed a pretty big house of pleasure. And, you know, I can tell from looking at you, Pitt, that you seem like the same kind of guy as me. And I get the sense that that's what you're getting into. And, you know, I hope you're not coming here to do it because I'd have to kill you, clearly. But you're like, oh, no, no, Gabriel, man. Like, wow. It's really impressive how in perceptive you are and how industrious you are because I kind of had the same idea but different. Like, And this is where I trusted Gabriel that he wouldn't steal my idea, but I could just easily have stolen his, I guess, even though he could have killed me, is that I told him all about the Florida Project, how I was going to open up a brothel or house of whatever outside of this big retirement village in Florida. And he was like, the irony of us running into each other. And he was laughing and he started calling me Love Lord. And he's like, you know, I'd like to, he's like, you know, I've learned a lot about myself these years and I'd like to help mentor you. But, you know, I've learned that it's like a lot of stuff you got to learn on your own. But if you have any questions about, about things, let's talk about it, you know, while you're here. I realize you got to get on the road soon and, and get to your life, but why don't you just stay for a couple more days and I'll see what I can teach you. You know, I'll really see, if, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go out of my way. So that night, you know, me and Gabriel, you know, talk more about the business. And before before I talked to Gabriel, I went up on the roof. I showed the girls and kind of told them what it was. And we kind of just played people watching. We were watching the Canadian men and the women because they were swimming. It wasn't like they were having any sex outside or anything. But, you know, swimming, you know, flirting, I guess, like poolside and beachside. And these guys were really, I felt bad because it was like, of white, white people, real white people, like, you know, pasty white. So it's fun to watch them. I mean, I'm not hating on them, but, you know, we were watching them flirt with the girls and making up stories and whatever. And then, like I said, that night Gabriel taught me a bunch of stuff, just general stuff, you know, about, you know, what to watch out for and how to treat people and a lot of stuff about customer service. So then I went to bed and felt more comfortable, like maybe maybe nothing bad's going to happen course that's the setup folks like i'm sound asleep and next thing you know all three of the girls are shaking my beds like corinne mark Seth, wake up wake up wake up it was surrounded by men they're screaming about the military and tanks and next thing you know i was like you know i hear the whatever the pa or whatever and the girls are crying saying we're doomed you know the usual stuff so I get up, and we go on the roof, and I see there is, like, a tank and a bunch of military Humvees and military-looking guys. And the gate's locked, but there's no guards. And they're trying to get the gate open. And I can already see over at the House of Pleasure that they're carrying all the Canadians out and making them line up and put their hands behind their backs, and they're searching them. Most guys are just in their boxers. And some of the girls are watching, and the guys are kind of leering at the girls, like Gabriel's girls, not my girls, I can't see, but, you know, they're laughing, and, and they're saying, they find the reason they're saying, love, Lord, you know, ruses up. And, uh, and it's like, they must think, like, they're not talking about me. And the girls are like, we could probably make a break for it. So Burke goes down, says the VW is ready to roll, and the 
all the once the guards realized that the Canadians were Johns, you know, they mostly moved around. I mean, they were still kind of surrounding like the house, but they were mostly just messing with these Johns and look like they were asking for bribes and they're pushing, bullying the Canadian guys. And they were just laughing and they were, oh, you see. It. And I stand up there on the roof watching them abuse these Canadians and it probably. They were, like, licking their lips, like, thinking they were probably going to get to sleep with the prostitutes. Prostitutes. And, and something didn't sit right with me. It's just, like, the guys just were so, you know, they were just there. They, they weren't putting up a fight. And Gabriel and his guards were going. And part of me is like, is this some kind of test? And part of me is like, this shit, either way, I don't care. Like, this is wrong. And Gabriel had this thing called the love line, which was a zip line that went from his roof was like five stories and zipped across to the love house right into the pool so i was like girls i'll be back i gotta i gotta set things right so i zip line across and i fall in the pool luckily there was a towel there i dry myself off and i put my hands up i walk out and this general's out there he's leading the pack you know a little fat smoking a cigar pushing his weight around he's, oh and here we have the love lord he says and he's laughing at me, like trying to be emasculating almost. And like I'm like, and he kicks one of the Canadian guys in the stomach. And he's like, you come to our country and you think you can prostitute our women and you can just bring your Canadian men here to sleep around. And I was like, you must think I'm a Gabriel, I guess. And he's, you know, saying, spitting on me. And he's got to throw these guys in jail and Yankee dog kind of stuff. And I'm like, whoa, 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 buddy. Slow your roll. Like, you know, you need to calm down. And I was like, where, where, who do you represent? And he said he represents the county or the province, whatever, and the, you know, Mexican government unofficially or, you know, something or other. I don't know. He, you know, seemed like he, this guy was out on a, he was a wild card. He was going rogue, Sarah Palin style, I guess, doing his brand of justice. I was like, you know, the, you know, as far as I know, you know, the Mexican government wants this here, man, or they they're indifferent to it. You know, you're here, you're abusing these guys. They're not putting up a fight. You're just pushing them around, and you, these guys need some sunscreen on them right away, or they're going to be burned. And just make them sit out here in the sun, and they're polite. And you know, you're, you're complaining like these guys are doing something wrong. That they're paying taxes here. They're providing business. I go, you should look around before you start hating on these guys. Because, like, first of all, like you're saying about your women, like, let's see. These guys are Canadians, man. Like, you don't know. They're the most gentlest beings on the planet. And then he's like, gets, then he gets more mad about Canada. He says, you know, that, that you guys, he thinks, I, I must think I'm Canadian. It's Justin Bieber, a bunch of stuff about that. And. I don't even know, like stuff about comedy and how we think we're so funny. And I'm not Canadian. I don't know. Saying something about uh, hosers and Rick Moranis, and Home Alone, and all this stuff. I was like, whoa, man. Like, I don't know. You listen to all these Canadian comics, like Mike Myers and Steve Carell, maybe. I don't know. Stephen Colbert, even somebody. I was like, I don't know if they're Canadian. You need to relax, man. Even if they are, who cares? And I was like, let's get back to this. Like, okay, these guys are here. 
And yeah, they're using your they're sleeping with Mexican women. I can get that. I can get why that could be a touchy subject. Well, first of all, let's let's ask these guys. Like, hey, Canadian guys, how many of you like rough sex? No hands, right? See, no hands are going up. Now, how many of you would want to treat a woman roughly at all? See, how many of you want to be treated roughly by a woman? Okay, three guys, okay? Now, if you go into the house right now and ask women if they're getting hit around or these guys were drunk and abused me and me into them, you're not going to get that. You go around and you look around the apartment, you're going to find how many common interrupters are you going to find lying around on the floor? Zero. You're going to go up there, you're going to find out these guys are making their beds. Those beds, this is a, a whorehouse, and the beds are made because these guys are getting out of bed and making it. And the trash cans are going to be full of condom wrappers in the trash. And I bet, I bet you, how many guys, how many guys barebacked it today or last night, the last couple of nights? No hands. How many guys used two con- more than one condom at, at the same time? 50 60 70%. How many, th- you, you, oh, you used three, buddy? Okay. How did you, three condoms, wow, man. So, these guys have got impenetrable barriers between their their genitalia, two, two, one, two, three layers. They're keeping the beds made. You don't see, you go out on the beach, there's not going to be beer bottles, there's not going to be tops. I bet you the chlorine, the pool's probably cleaner than it was before, and there's not even any chlorine added. And these guys are straining the pool with probably when they get out. That's how good. And look at all their hair is made, combed. Look at these guys. You, okay, these are Canadians. You don't know how good you have it, Generalissimo. If this was a pack of Americans, you'd have trash everywhere, women crying. Half these guys would be drunk and trying to fight you. Fight you. And then you had to shoot a couple of them, and then the CIA would be down here with drones. There'd be drugs everywhere. You guys do any drugs? Um, not marijuana. That's not a drug. I mean, real drugs. See? The, the beach is clean. The water's probably cleaner. When they're swimming in it, they're probably cleaning the water somehow. I don't know, through their pores. And, yeah, they're funny. They're not funny right now because they're scared. But, oh, that's a good joke. See? See, that guy's funny. Um, the Canadians, man, the good stock. These are good folks. Now I I have to speak to them. It's like, oh Canada, your Johns are so polite. Uh, I don't know the rest of the Oh Canada song. Is it Oh Tannenbaum? So, but that doesn't matter. These like so. Generalissimo, man, don't you take your tanks and your Humvees? I mean, ask the girls how, I don't know how, what's the Canadian deal on tipping, but, you know, just take your tanks and hit the road, man. These guys are just here. This, this is disposable money, and they're spreading it around. Go in and interview, I'll tell you what, you interview girls if you if you don't trust me, but just take your tanks, go down the road to an airport that takes flights from America. And then throw your weight around there, man, and get them to clean up. Because there's no mess here to clean up. So there's no, we don't need you here, okay? You know, so shake all these guys' hands and, and hit the road. Before these guys are as red as the Canadian flag, the 
red leaf on the Canadian flag, whatever it is. Maple syrup leaf, I don't know. Okay? Thank you. Generally smell. Okay? Well, I'm sorry to you Canadians. <laughs> I can't even do an accent. I'm sorry, folks. I'm not a... But he says, you know, so I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. You know, big confusion. I ever thought this. You are a pack of Yankee pig dogs. So he, him and his troops leave, and they roll out. Canadian guys all shake my hands. The girls are cheering me. Is it the side? Uh, and yeah, the Canadians go back to their house. Me and the girls go back. We get Gabriel never comes back, so I had to assume it was some kind of test. I make sure everything's safe, and we take off and we get back on the road. And that's a lesson learned. I don't know what the lesson is. I mean, if you're the listener, and I, and you're not learning, if you don't want to be a pimp, the lesson for you is Canada. The guys are gentle there, ladies. If I got ladies listening and you want a man that's not going to stand up to you, <laughs> if you want a man that's caring, and thoughtful, who's not going to make a fuss, who's going to make the bed, who's going to put the toilet seat down, he's go Canada, man. You know? If you want a speed skater, forget Palo Ono, go with that Canadian guy. If you want a snowboarder, forget Sean White. Go with Jean-Pierre Luc Picard. you know? If you want a cop, go with a bounty. You want a villain? Go with the Canadian villains that put people on train tracks. Don't, you know, go Canada, women. I mean, except for me, but... Or come, you know, I don't... Yeah, or come work for me in my retirement village and maybe this is some foreshadowing folks for me I don't know am I going to have problems with American pig dogs Yankee pig dogs that I'm one of I I'm, I don't know because we left we didn't make the beds when we left Gabriel's joint and as a matter of fact we left breakfast out and I don't know you know when eggs we had eggs so they were probably crusted so that's a jerk move but yeah so I'm be, me and the girls are back on the road we're still lost because we forgot to ask before we left. And to be honest, like the idea of a ferry going across the Gulf of Mexico isn't that dumb. So maybe that's what we'll do. I don't know. But I'm going to keep you up to date next week with what's going on. So just go Canada or don't go at all. Or if you're American, I'm not against you, man. This was a situation I was trying to make the best of. I'm not trying to, um, I'm trying to use humor. I'm not trying to paint. One country is better than the other because I'm from the U.S. of A. And so don't tread on me either, okay? I'm Pitt, and that's my story for the night. Good night.